Perig Dalid Mishnah Bays. We learned in the previous Mishnah that the father has the right to keep income generated by his daughter, who is either a katana under 12 or a nara under 12 and a half. As long as she's not yet a bogeras, a full halachic adult, father has the right to keep essentially any income that she generates. Our Mishnah discusses how it works in terms of when the father would be able to collect the ksuba payment of his daughter who is under the age of Bogeres. So, of course, how is the ksuba payment triggered? If a woman's husband divorces her or predeceases her, then she's out of ksuba. Now, could a minor girl, girl who is either a katana under 12 or a nara, who is not yet fully in her lachic jurisdiction independent of her father, get married? Sure, of course she could. That is, if the father is Makadishra to a man, then that would be a biblically recognized condition. And we know that the halachic marriage takes place in two stages. It begins with the Kiddushin or Erosin, usually through a ring, object of value. That's like the acquisition component of the marriage. That's followed by Nisuin or Chuppah, which is the halacha consummation of the marriage. The mission begins with a halacha that everybody agrees about. And that is that Hama'aris is Bito Vigersha, if father married his daughter off, meaning he exercises power to marry his daughter through Kedushin to a man. And that man, sometime later, divorced her. And then, Ersa Vinis Armala, father married her to a second man. And that man, let's say, died, left her a widow from that marriage. Now, in the view of the ton of our Mishnah, even if the couple did not complete the second stage of marriage of Nisuin, which is what happened in both of these marriages, still the Ksuba obligation is generated. Who collects that Ksuba payment? The Mishnah rules, Ksubasa Shalom. The father does, per the general rule, that any income generated by his uh, katana or nara daughter is kept by the father. However, the Mishnah states, if this nara or a minor a girl's marriage progressed to the second stage of Nisuin, so let's say in that first marriage, he see a Vigersha, the father of married her off to Kedushin, and then she completed the marriage through Nisuin or Chuppah, and then the first husband divorced her, and so that definitely triggers a Ksuba obligation. He has to pay Ksuba. That's important to realize that at this stage, since Nisuin happened, she, the daughter, is completely out of her father's halachic jurisdiction. So at this point, if she wants to marry a second man, that will be her decision alone. The Misha says, let's say she decided to do so, Hisia. She went and went through both steps of marriage, Kedushin and Yisum with a second man, and then let's say Venus Armala. She was widowed of that second husband, and so that generated a second Ksuba obligation. The first time of the Misha rules that in both of these cases, even regarding the first Ksuba payment, the Allah is Ksubasa Shalah. The Ksuba payment is made to her. Now, this ruling is easy to understand as regards the second marriage. For as mentioned, once she got to the stage of Nisun with her first husband, she already emerged completely from her father's halachic jurisdiction. So there's no question that when she makes the independent decision to marry and then that marriage ends, that she will be the recipient of the Ksuba payment. For the first time, the Misha is saying that even the first Ksuba payment of that first marriage, which was created by the father. He's the one who married her to this man. So at the time, they, you know, under the chuppah, wrote up the ksuba. This was a marriage that was you know, under her father's jurisdiction. He literally affected the marriage. Nevertheless, since by the time the actual ksuba payment was triggered, became collectible, 
At that time, she was outside of her father's jurisdiction because she had gone through Nisuin, the second stage of marriage. Allah is that the payment is made not to her father, but to her. That's according to the first opinion of our Mishnah. However, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Rabbi Shona Shal Av, Yehuda says, the first ksuba payment is collected by her father. For Rabbi Yehuda's opinion, the Allah is determined not by the status as of the moment when the ksuba actually became collectible, but by the status that existed at the time they made the ksuba agreement. Meaning at the time that this couple was getting married, that's when the Ksuba agreement becomes binding. That's the critical determinative stage. We say, okay, if in that moment she's still in her father's jurisdiction, which was the case here, it's her father who married her off to this man, and Allah is the father is the one who's going to collect it. Even though, again, at the time of the collection, it actually becomes due, she is no longer in her father's Allah jurisdiction. That's according to Rabbi Huda. Tanakama obviously disagrees. And the mission now explains the Tanakama's position on Rulo. The Rabbana representing the Tanakama said to Rabbi Huda that that's not the way it works. Rather, the moment she completes the marriage through Nisuin, she's no longer in her father's jurisdiction. And since that was the situation, by the time the Ksuba actually became due, by the time this man divorced her, Allah therefore is that the Ksuba is paid to her.